What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Alaskan Podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of life here in Alaska and the outdoors. I'll be your host today, Sean Love, accompanied with my lovely girlfriend, Samantha Jacobson. Hello. What's up in your world? Let's 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 talk to the people you haven't been on in how long? Good while. A good a good while. A good while. Yeah. So give us a good, give us a quick update. Give the people a rundown of what you've been up to, what you're doing. Yeah. Life. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's see. Uh, my my busy summer work season is done. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yay. Um, really good summer. Really good um, Good time. Uh, just wrapped up my hunting season, which we'll talk about, but I'm really pumped to be done and put that gear away for the season. And um, we're actually about to send off my dad to go back to ADAC. Uh, he was out there with us in September. August. August. <laughs> early August. It too. all blends together. <laughs> Real early August. Um, we're about to send him off here this weekend. Um, and yeah, life's been good. It's been busy, but it's kind of started to slow down, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Your life's dad didn't end up punching it. He didn't punch his tag. So it's good till the end of this year, right? Yeah. So my dad's not an Alaska resident. Um, and so he paid a lot of money for his tag. And while we were out there, he didn't want to just shoot anything. Um, kind of wanted to make it worth his while so he's headed back down and hopefully he's successful i know it's going to be pretty warm we'll be in the 40s so he shouldn't expect any snow but it will be very rainy and probably a bit windy so he'll still have some elements to conquer uh mother nature do you think they'll have antlers by then you know i was wondering that when i I was just saying that um i don't know. know i've seen a lot of sheds peeled off yeah i just don't know i mean it's totally different you know even climates though that's very true compared to like Fairbanks, North Pole area. Well, Fairbanks, North Pole, all those caribou, their sheds are peeled off at this yeah, point. but it's way colder. It's true. It is yeah. does get colder sooner. That is very true. Yeah. Um, Because the moose here just now starting to drop some sheds mm-hmm. here and there. Yeah. When you see guys going out and whatnot. I don't know about the, out there. They may have one, two. They might have them both, maybe, if he's lucky. Yeah. Might have one. Or they may just not have any. I don't know what the weather's like out there these days. Yeah, I think unless it's like a monster rack, he probably won't bring it back. Yeah. Kind he of finds a a good, He could find a couple really good sheds that are close to similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, they kind of look like mm-hmm. they match. Hey, man, screw them on. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a little foam head. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's what taxidermy is <laughs> anyways. Yeah, that's true. You know, all reality is just skin on foam. Gross. Weird thing to think about. <laughs> yeah. this, I love a good Euro. I'm a big fan of the Euro mounts. I love the wet. It's like a natural. Yeah. It's a true trophy. Yeah. But anyways, we're going to see him in Anchorage tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow evening. And he's going out for how long? Uh, Standard week. Saturday to Saturday, I believe. Standard week. Because yeah. they only fly out Saturdays and Wednesdays there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you can either fly out on uh, <laughs> three days yeah. or wait, how many is it? Four days? Whatever. Yeah. Three days or uh, seven days? <laughs> I was looking at the Windy app before you set it down and down in ADAC. It's like all red and purple. Mm, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say that to him. It's going to suck. <laughs> He's going to have a great time. Oh, absolutely. It's, Beautiful. It's weather. never a bad time. No. No. It was when you're hunting and you're out adventuring, it's never a bad time. It's just, how do you put it? Suck with a little bit of excitement. Yeah. But mostly suck. Yeah. So as long as you appreciate the suck. Totally. And he's prepared for it. For sure. So. He's more prepared than anyone I know. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You get it honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we go snow machining, you're easily the most prepared person I know. I have been that way my entire life. And let me tell you, it's irritating for me too. Because yeah. if I forget something, I think about it for yeah. the rest of the trip. But when yeah. I was, you know, little and we go camping, I'd be like, who grabbed the first aid kit? <laughs> Mom, are you serious? What if I cut my finger on something? We might get a splinty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that was a really big concern for me. So, uh, thanks, Dad. Yeah, you are more prepared than anyone I know. And yeah. if you don't feel like you're prepared, you will go to REI and buy REI. I will make sure. You will make sure that you have too much shit. Have I talked about that story of when we went hiking? I was with Mariah and Jenny. No. And okay, feel free. It's that time okay. of year. It is that time of year. Um. I'll keep it short because it could start from be the a, top. A long story. Um, I feel like I don't know. I've told the story a few times, so I don't know. Um, don't humiliate anybody. No, no, no. Um, but this just, I guess, puts um, 
a good reason to carry a backpack with extra things. Um, so things that I always, or I guess maybe that I was taught that I always bring is kind of your staples of like always bring extra socks. I mean, there's like obvious things to bring, but always bring extra socks, especially if it's wet where you're going, if it's snowy, you know, bring extra socks. Just do it. It literally weighs nothing. Bring them. Um, and snacks, obviously hand warmers because my hands always get cold. Um, you know, extra hat, things that could easily get wet, bring something to swap it out. It, you know, weighs nothing. And so, um, I was living in Anchorage at the time with my friend Mariah and Jenny and Jenny was here or in Anchorage, um, on like a kind of exchange program. She lives in Wisconsin and, um, she really wanted to go hiking and she was supposed to leave. I think it was like that next month or two. And she's like, I really want to go hike and I really want to do flat top. And it was like, okay. And if you're familiar with flat top, um, if you're not, um, it's a really popular hike in Anchorage. It's really accessible in the summertime. It's a really well-maintained trail. Um, pretty much anyone can do it. I mean, there is a little bit of an elevation climb, but it's doable. And it wasn't summertime. And it wasn't summertime. Because <laughs> <laughs> th- it had to have been in March, maybe. Yeah. Which, Which is you? like... Winter. Winter. (laughs) Very much winter. Um, And so I was like, well, I know that people go up there in the winter, so there's probably a pack down trail of some kind. And, um, you know, I was kind of offering out my gear left and right. And Jenny's like, no, it's okay. You know, I'm comfortable in these things. And Mariah was pretty much good. Um, And so, of course, my backpack, you know, they don't have those things. And so in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just pack a little extra in case someone needs something. Um, And so we're like hiking, we're trekking. And you know, everybody's having a blast, you know, it's a little steep and it's snowy and it's cold and it hurts our lungs a little bit, but whatever. So on the very last part of the ascent is this kind of, um, I haven't been there in the summer, so it's kind of hard to just, oh, I have, but not in a long time. Um, it's kind of this little rocky area. It's a lot more of a narrow trail, but when it's covered in snow and ice, you're just basically crawling up on your hands and knees uh up this little face to the very top and we get to the top and it's just like blowing wind we take a picture and then we're like okay let's go um and going up jenny kind of uh, shared some concerns that like you know it's a little spooky i don't know how i feel about this and i was like totally kind of up to you i was like but we're almost there we're gonna do it it'll be fine we'll be okay so we get to the top really excited and then we start coming down and out loud, I was like, everything's going to be just fine. And in my head, I was like, why the fuck did we do this? Uh-oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so we're going down, and um, tears are shed, and we're freaking out. And so I'm kind of in the front. We're sliding down on our butts because you can't. It's all frozen. It's all ice. And so you can't um, grip anything. And we all had cleats, but they weren't, like, real nice ice cleats. They were yeah. kind of like your standard they cleat. They were that we got free from campus and whatever not a great idea and so i think at some point jenny lost both of hers and so i took the cleats off my feet and put them on her shoes and then i think again she lost one of them i think by the time we got down she only had one i had zero and i think mariah had both of hers um and so we like we're kind of like skirting down and so i'm in the front of our little your shuffle train, <laughs> <Our> shuffle train. <laughs> yeah. and i'm like digging in with my heels like making steps and there's some crying behind me kind of freaking out and you know jenny was just like i mean be mindful that you know jenny grew up in wisconsin and i've never been to wisconsin but totally different climate i mean similar climate but what we were doing is something that she's just never experienced mm-hmm. um and so we get to this one part going down and we're all cold everybody's freaking out and I'm like okay well like I kind of have to get us out of the situation um and so we got to this one part and we're starting to go really steep downhill and I was like well we can keep doing this and hope that we don't just slip you know and lose our traction with our foot or we could go kind of left here and just slide down on our butts it's totally flat it's whatever we've got backpacks we've got stuff to sit on it'll be fun (laughs) so we're like well I guess we're gonna slide down on our butts and (laughs) and we all like grab hands i think ross like we're like okay on three <laughs> one two three and we all just start sliding down just like flying i mean it felt like we were flying down this mountain on our butts it was so cold and then finally we kind of got to the stopping point my water bottle like flew out of my backpack long gone hope someone found it and it was using it um <laughs> i just bought it. it was really sad 
Um, and so where we had landed, we kind of had to like skirt up the side back to the trail. So it was kind of um, on an angle. And so instead of digging with my heels, I'm digging with the side of my foot, kind of making a little step for everybody. And um, I go and then Mariah goes and, you know, Mariah's a little nervous, but, you know, she kills it. And then Jenny's like ready to go. And I was like, Jenny, you've got this. I believe in you. You're doing so awesome. Just, you know, follow Mariah's steps. You're going to be good. And when you get to this part, don't step here because, you know, you might slip. She's like, okay, okay, okay. And um, <laughs> we get there and her foot slips and she starts sliding. And it was like one of those like slow motion moments in life where she just was like, ah! and then she flings her hands back. She's like on her back and grabs this alder bush and grabs with both hands and just screams bloody murder. It was so funny looking back. We all laughed about it at the end of the day. Um, great memory. Um, that happened a few times on the way down. But back to my point, the backpack, um, I loaned out all of my hand warmers. Uh, I think Mariah took my extra socks. I fed everybody because everybody was freaking out. And I was like, here, have a snack, have a snack. And then... Um, let's calm down. We need to have something to eat. Let's, yeah. let's calm down. <laughs> let's, let's, let's sit let's for a minute. Because we were finally and, and back eat. to like, the trail where it was like safe, totally fine, not mm-hmm. a big deal. Um, it was funny, though, when we got back to the car, I because I was kind of like in the mode of like... I've seen it. I have to take care of these people. Mm-hmm. I need to get them back home. I am the you're mean responsible one. i'm just i'm i'm good at i'm not mean i'm just good at focus you're ready directions. to delegate i'm a good delegator yeah <laughs> oh that, i know that's an, yeah that's a nice way to put it um <laughs> we got back to the car and you know everybody's laughing whatever and i wore a nice jacket pants not so nice i was wearing like maybe like a base layer bottom and sweatpants and when we were sliding down the mountain, my pants froze to my butt, mm. um, and I got frostbite. Mm. So, the scars are no longer there. <laughs> but, I don't know. I was in the zone. I didn't even notice. I, like, had to peel my pants off of my skin. So, Way to go, squad leader. always bring backpack with extra items that you know can easily get wet. Snacks, hand warmers, first aid. You know, you your go bag. That's one thing I did pick bag. up from your dad is yeah. there's a go bag. And a go bag, it's it's your go bag. Yeah. In the summer, I, my my day pack is usually just like ready to go. Whatever. Yeah. You have a go bag. Even in your car, you know, you've got little everyday carry things, a little bit of first aid. And- yeah. I carry that in my car. I, I bought a tote on Amazon that's got different compartments. Mostly just because I drive a Subaru and I'm always low on oil. And in there I have, you know, a tire pump and extra water. I have a sparkling water in there, I think, actually. <laughs> hasn't exploded. <laughs> no. Awesome. It will, though. It will. I don't know. It hasn't yet. <laughs> probably has. <laughs> it's probably empty. Yeah. You're going to be stranded somewhere and be like, oh, thank Jesus, I have this sparkling water. <laughs> oh, my LaCroix. Nothing. <laughs> Limoncello. Yeah. Limoncello, LaCroix. It's not Limoncello. I think it's like, I don't It's know. probably plain. It's not a good one. It's not plain, but. Who buys plain? I know people who buy plain. They're out there. Rock on. So, yeah, always bring your important things. <laughs> <laughs> be prepared is very good. Yeah. It's always smart to be prepared. <laughs> yeah. And a lot like your moose hunt. <laughs> That's the time I did not prepare. The least prepared. <laughs> that I've ever been. Ever. I am always over, for anything, I'm always over prepared. Mm-hmm. It's stressful. You start from the top. So my moose hunt. So yeah, I horribly underprepared. <laughs> well, back the both of us, one hundred percent. So I drew um, uh, the I think it's the DM five forty nine tag, which is a local cow moose tag here in mm-hmm. Homer in the Homer area, um, and was super excited that I drew it. It's open. It was open from October. 15th October 20 to, no- to November 20. 20. Yeah, October 20 to November 20. It's a great tag for anybody to draw, yeah. especially um, younger people or women that aren't known to be out in the outdoors or even guys for that instance who aren't normally hunters and they're trying to get into hunting. It's a great tag to draw because yeah. usually it is easier. Yeah, and there is a lot of public land to hunt on, but you do run into the issue where there's a lot of private land. There is a lot of private land. And so if you happen to know somebody or you have, you know, (laughs) property, you know, out there in that area yourself, 
super beneficial, really nice. Um, but I didn't really start hunting until about halfway through, uh, just because the snow hadn't fallen. It was really rainy this year, very muddy. Um, and Sean was really like, let's wait until everything freezes. Um, because I didn't go at all during bull moose season, so I hadn't been down. Um, the trails were bad. Yeah. They're usually pretty blown out by the end of the year and you're getting stuck. And once it freezes over, the ground gets a little hard. You're solid. Yeah. Good to go anywhere. Yeah. So, um, we kind of started really right at the end of October, right before Halloween, I think yeah. it's kind of the, one of the few first times we went out. Um, and Michael and Jordan joined us a few times. We went out, um, really thankful for you guys because it was very, very cold. Um, it was like in the twenties within, you also had that really cold wind. Oh chill. yeah. The day with the wind chill where you had to. There, curl up around the fire. Yeah, there was a day that we went out, and it was beautiful. And that's one thing. It's typically, when it's, like, clear blue sky in the winter, it's probably really cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we <laughs> rode the four-wheelers out, and it was so cold, we ended up making a fire and pretty much sat there most of the day. Luckily, we were in a spot where we could Green overlook. spot. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of this big muskeggy valley area. Um, you could see everything. Didn't see anything. Um, but it was so cold. We just like sat in front of the fire. I made ramen like almost immediately and, um, we all just kind of ate and hung out, which was, you know, looking back was really fun. Was so, that was so much fun. That's part of the, that's part of the hunting. It is. It's part of the, it's part of the experience. Yeah. And absolutely definitely prioritize that too, um, to some extent, you know, enjoy the time you're out there, especially when it's with people that you want to be with. So know how to appreciate the grind and be out there to grind really appreciate the small things and the people that are out there with you. Totally. Totally. Yeah, so we went out and we did a several of those trips with four-wheelers. Um, we had to gone out, you know, five, six times. If not more, yeah. And lots throughout the year, you see a lot of moose. Yeah, lots of moose. Every time we went out, though, didn't see anything. Well, we saw a lot of moose. The the last few times we went. Not a single cow on it by itself. None of them were legal. So that's one thing about the tag um, is that the cow needs to be alone. She cannot have any calves with her. Um, and we had stumbled across one that had a calf with her. Definitely old enough. It was kind of hard to tell. Um, but we passed on it just because, you know, we had time. Not really worth it. Hurt your heartstrings. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's not worth the risk. Um, even though she was probably trying to kick him out. Mm. I mean, he had, like, little... Didn't he have a little... Little buds. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we went out several times, didn't see anything. Uh, we kind of started to get down to our last few days, and there was a... Well, that same that same time when we saw that um, cow and calf, um, right across from where we were, there was another cow, and we were, like, I was... We not did, 50 yards. Not not even. I mean, we were closing in on 30, 40, maybe. Mm-hmm. We were very close. Um and I, like, had my gun propped up on all, you know, in the alders. I was, like, ready to go. I was, like, this is it. We're filling it. We're good to go. And then I, like, have my eye up to the scope. And then off to my right, I just see these little feet scurry by, from, I guess, hooves. <laughs> and that would be really scary if there were um, bare feet out there. Um, scurry by. And I was just, like, damn it. And so I sit back up. And sure enough, this little calf comes around. Um, definitely from this year. And then a uh, bull came out. All three of them were hanging out. Pretty good-sized bull. Pretty bizarre, uh, but they were all hanging out together. So He'll definitely be legal this next year. Most likely, yeah. Um, yeah, so then uh, we tried a few times, didn't see anything. We went out one day and saw two bulls, and they were bedded down the entire way, or entire day. Um, Pretty much from 10 o'clock at sunrise, or about 9 o'clock sunrise. About 2? About 2 o'clock in the afternoon. They, they were bedded down move. tight. And it was clear blue sky. Yeah. Mind you, it was a full moon the night before. Yeah. So they are probably up and around and eating and whatnot, so they probably just hunker down all day mm-hmm. until we started to pack up, and because it gets dark around, you know, four thirty, five o'clock. So we started packing up and started heading out, and sure shit, 20 feet from where they were, mm-hmm. standing up for the first time, and you know how many hours. Yeah. Yeah, which was kind of nice to see, though, because I was like, well, maybe things just aren't really moving around today. Mm. Yeah. Um, there was one day we did go out, though, and um, we had glassed a bunch of cows, and so we kind of ripped over there, 
and we're kind of getting into the spot where we think we saw him and all of a sudden you're boom fuck <laughs> it wasn't us and mm-hmm. then like not 45 minutes later you hear another boom boom it's like no <laughs> awesome on the single sliver of public land <laughs> and they're all dead <laughs> Damn it. There's no more moose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're all dead. Yeah. Oh. So it was pretty defeating. Um, that was one thing mm. I said from the beginning. I was like, in a big, you know, this isn't on the side of an easier hunt. But I was like, don't you dare say that because I <laughs> believe in that karma. What goes around comes around. Um, I was like, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be what it is. And that's fine. It came around this year. Yeah. Yep, it did. So um, we got down to the last, I think it was a week, pretty much, um, is when I shot my moose. So um, the day of that I shot my moose, um, we were out like two days prior, didn't, oh, that was the day that we saw those two bulls, Mm -hmm. Um, but no cows, nothing, was pretty defeated, because we had been going hard for about two, three weeks, two weeks. And I really put emphasis, I was like, listen, if you want to feel this tag, you're going to come out here. You have to glass. I can't be out here during the day. I got to go to work. Yeah. You got to sit out and glass and look and see. Yeah. Sure shit. Well, let me get there. All right. So, <laughs> um, I drive up there. and Let me set the scene. Proceed. I am in my Subaru with binoculars, regular day clothes, you know, a nice puffy jacket. Leggings. Leggings, extra duffs, <laughs> typical Alaskan outfit, like a Carhartt beanie on. Um, and I had a puppy with me, Stanley, and brought my tags. Did not bring a gun. Um, didn't, didn't bring anything. And let's preface, this was the most unprepared I've ever been. <laughs> um, and so I drive up to where we've been looking for moose, and I was like, I'm going to glass. If I'm going to see anything, it's going to be far enough that I need a four-wheeler, and I'm just not going to do that myself. It's just not smart. And I was I was like, we haven't seen a cow in weeks. Nothing's going to be out there, right? So I'm driving along, and I slam on my brakes, and I slide a little, and I go, no fucking way. And there's this cow in the ditch, and so I pull my phone, I pull up Onyx, and, I, and she's just standing right in public land, and I was like, are you? No. <laughs> You're shitting me! I was like, oh, and I was like, now I gotta call Sean. Damn. <laughs> so, I called Sean, and I was like, dude, you wouldn't fucking believe what's happening right now. And he's like, what? What's happening? And I was, I was like, I am looking at a cow on the side of the road in public land. And Charles, I think you were like, shoot it, just shoot it. I was like, well, ha <laughs> 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 funny story. Um, I can't kill this moose with binoculars or Stanley. He's very small. Um, and so luckily Sean's boss is very cool and very understanding and also is a hunter. Mm-hmm. And he was like, get the fuck out of here. Go. And what so- the hell are you doing here? I can't believe you even asked me. <laughs> yeah. And so, um. Sean's like on the phone with me. I'm watching the moose. He drives home, gets all of our gear, kill kits, guns, backpacks, whatever. And then he drives up in his car and <laughs> meets me. And at that point, by the time he got there, um, I was sitting in the car because I had a puppy with me and it was like 20, 30 degrees and I didn't want to leave him in the car alone. And I kind of had an idea, but I was like, I don't see her. She may be long gone. Um, still very down about the situation. And so he gets there, we get out of the car, we walk down, and um, she's not, you know, maybe 300 to 300 yards from where I had originally seen her. And, um, yeah, so we start trekking. Um, and we see her, and so I make some phone calls, because I was like, well, we're in our cars. <laughs> Can't put a moose in there. And so I call my brother, who's working night shifts, and I was like, let's whispering. So I go, hey, Cole. Um, what are you, what are you doing? He's like, I'm sleeping. I was like, uh, I need you to get up, go to my house, warm up Sean's truck, take off the trailer, <laughs> and then I need you to drive all the way up here and meet us, pick up Stanley, and take my car home with Stanley. He's like, uh, okay. I was like, okay, cool, thanks, bye. <laughs> thanks, bye. 
And, um, yeah, so she was bedded down for... Ever. Ever. She was bedded down forever. We couldn't get her to stand up. Yeah. She had no interest. Um, We tried to, like, just talk in our normal voices to see if she would just kind of be like, I don't really want to deal with that. Um, She didn't care. We moved to several different areas, couldn't find a good shot placement on her. Because she was bedded still perfectly down in the alders where, like, her head was kind of covering all of her important organs. And then there was, uh, you know, from the front. And then there was some alders that were kind of protecting her side. It was a horrible shot from the side. Yeah. There was no broadside shot. good option without sacrificing a no. lot of meat. Yeah. Um, and so we tried many different angles. Um, and so finally, after an hour, hour and a half, um, finally settled on a spot. And so... We just sat there and waited and waited and waited, and so um, I shot her while she was bedded down, and in my mind, being that I've never shot anything like like in she that position. bedded quartering towards us. Yep. Um, I'm proud of that. So I shot her in between her shoulders, perfectly through her lung, and it went out her lower ribcage. Or didn't hit her lung. No, did it? You punched in between the... Front shoulders. Yeah. Going through lung, like lower. No, it was about lung, heart ish area. It didn't hit the heart. The heart was fine. It was intact. But it punched out right behind. It was kind of the lower rib area. Yeah, right behind the shoulder. Yeah. On the opposite side. Yeah. And then she stood up and I shot her twice um, behind her front shoulder. Dead um, nuts. She laid down, not. 15 feet from where I shot her. Rack it again! Rack it again! <laughs> and um, a little backtrack. Um, I have been a little stressed. I was a little stressed about this hunt because, um, you know, I was kept hearing, oh, it's going to be so easy. It's going to be so easy. And from one person, I was like, that I, one of my coworkers, he was like, you know, my brother drew that tag one time and didn't fill it. And I was like, perfect. Thank you. Son of a bitch. That's awesome. Bad juju. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's what I said. I was like, don't you dare say that. I was like, take that back. Um, I'd be stressed about this because this moose meant a lot um, because we have two caribou in our freezer. And um, shooting this moose meant that it was going to be kind of spread the love. It was going to put some meat in our both of our parents' freezers and our friends and family that have been really helpful during this process into their freezers. Um, and... So after like the second shot, I immediately started crying. I was just like, oh my God. It was just like a, just this weight of relief. I was like, thank goodness. I am so done with this. Hunt. I am so stressed. It's been cold the whole time. It was Every so day we went cold. out, it was cold. Riding the wheelers in the wind, it was cold and sucked. Yeah. It There's was, some suck. Yeah. But on the bright side, second shot, started to cry. Yeah. I was like, Rack it! After the first shot, I was like, rack it again, rack it again, rack it again. She's standing up, rack it again. And you're like, okay. Racked it again, boom, punched it. No problem. Yeah. Dead nuts. Yeah. And you're like, ah. I was like, rack it again! She's still moving, rack you it again! Like, go for the fourth, and I was like, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that. Um, but, yeah, being that she didn't move, I mean, that was my fear, because we were kind of in a, kind of a sloped area, and luckily she ran up. And not down. Yeah, um, the alders, yeah. Yeah, I was really worried, and so I was definitely like, this is going to be more than two shots. For sure. Especially for being such a large animal. Yeah. Um, What are you doing? I'm fiddling over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, cake up. <laughs> are you just, you going to snort it? What are you doing? No, I'm just fiddling. <laughs> it, I'm going to tell Jordan. Don't tell Jordan. Jordan, I am... Might pound one of these chewy protein bars though. <laughs> <laughs> Which we ate some of your moose tonight. Yes, we did. Or we can talk about it later. Um, after yeah, you finish okay. the story. Yeah. Um well yeah, so um after we shot her I made some phone calls. Um I called my parents and I was like, Why did it? Wow, it was so cool. <laughs> um and I was like, Okay, but I gotta go because <laughs> so I gotta deal with this moose. Um and then I think our next phone call was Michael. <laughs> and the the one day Michael doesn't have a vehicle. Um, he had just gotten done dropping Jordan off um, at work after they had lunch together. And I think Jordan, Jordan dropped, dropped him, him off, off at home. Yes. 
so then he called Jordan and was like, hey. <laughs> um. <laughs> I can hear it now. Yeah. Uh, so she had to leave work again, come back, pick Michael up. Michael had to take Jordan back to work. And then. You're crazy. Um, you just put that in your mouth. I'm sorry. Can we talk about this? It's a coffee dip. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Does it work? Yeah. Like, I know they do it in, like, the pouches. I mean, same concept, but... It's the same thing. It just sounds messy. No. Why do you think people dip? For the flavor. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Not true. <laughs> well, okay. So... Hmm. Where was I? Michael's trying to get to where we were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jordan and was not happy about it no, by any means. But she was very accommodating, which we're very grateful, very thankful. <laughs> yeah, we owe some meat. Yeah. Um, they showed up. My brother showed up. And, um, yeah, it all worked out pretty well. It's nice. It really good. Four-wheeler. I have my wheeler and the jet sled, which is like an eight-foot sled. Mm-hmm. for It's a utility sled for, like, hauling wood, ice fishing gear, things like that. Dragged it behind the wheeler. And we did a pretty good time on that moose, I'll say so. Three hours? If that. Yeah, we are done. Mm-hmm. Done, done. Three yeah, hours. we were like, everything. Up wheeler. In the car yeah. At three hours. Yeah. Which is nice when you have like three sets of hands that know what they're doing. Capable. Flies by. Mm-hmm. Flies by. Yeah. That was awesome. We got out of there at dark. Yeah. It was like the sun was setting. We were loaded up in the cars. Oh, it was so nice. Yeah. Yeah. We loaded, we strung it all up in Michael's greenhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Fun story. I don't know if you know this part. Mm. We all covered in blood. Because <laughs> I had just my work clothes on. I came from work. I had my high-vis vest in the car. Mm-hmm. I took it off before I put my pack on. Yeah. Dropped the meat off in front of the greenhouse and just pulled it into the greenhouse on the jet sled. Left it. Didn't even hang it up yet. <laughs> You went to girls' night. Yeah, I did go to girls' night. Girls. So I didn't get to be part of the hanging process at all. We went to the Otter Room, which is a local bar here. <laughs> bar and grill. <laughs> Got wings and drinks. <laughs> Tear tots. Saw my buddy Jack. His dad and one of his buddies. Like, yeah, we just shot Sam's moose. He's like, what? I shot what Sam's moose. <laughs> yeah. I said, we. It, it was a team effort. It was a team effort. Yeah. Very proud. Covered in blood. (laughs) Drinks, please. Anyways, then came back and hung everything up. (laughs) It was awesome. Yeah. I just went to girls' night and had hamburgers. Mm -hmm. I went to Alice's and got their um, bag of burgers, which is like six burgers and like two pounds. A pound of fries, two pounds of fries. Yeah. Pretty good deal. It's a great deal. For Alaska, at least. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel looking back at it? I'm so glad to be done. Yeah, we ate some of your moose tonight. Yeah, we ate some shepherd's pie. So um, with the meat, we pretty much, it was almost about a 50-50 split um, between roasts and steaks and, you know, backstrap and tenderloins and stuff. And then the rest of it we ground up um, here locally at McNeil Canyon Meats. Yep, McNeil Canyon Meats. Is it McNeil Meats or is it McNeil Canyon? I'm going to see McNeil Canyon because it's in McNeil Canyon. But it's also McNeil. Mm, Whatever. Not important. Mickey Neal's Meats. Mickey Neal's Meats. <laughs> um, so after uh, we had the beef fat added, it was about 200 pounds of ground meat. Um, with our caribou, we pretty much did sausages and snack sticks and summer sausage. Um, and so this, we just decided to get ground because we didn't really have any regular ground meat. Um there's so much. So much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it. How big was that freezer that we just got, that stand-up freezer? 17 cubic inches. I think so. Something like that. Filled that. Completely full. Completely and full. And now, and then we took the rest and filled the, the another freezer. The rest of our freezer is full. When we have caribou and, that's not fish. even the fish freezer. That was, that's no. the fish overflow freezer. Yeah. So it has some fish, you know, some halibut and some salmon in there from this year. This year's halibut and salmon, a little bit of it. We didn't get any halibut this year. Speak for yourself. I got halibut rockfish with my parents all summer long. Is there any in our freezer? Yeah. (laughs) It's amongst all the other shit. It's probably down at the bottom. (laughs) I 
hate going to the bottom of the you freezer. Eat our way up. That's the worst part about chest freezers. It's very true. Um, going forward, I would like to just buy like stand up. But you can't fit as much, no, in my you opinion. Can't. Yeah. Well, that or you just have to be concerned of like the shelves, <laughs> and are they wire? Are they glass? Are they plastic? Yeah. Or you know, I've heard people doing like the milk crate method, where they put stack milk crates in there, mm-hmm. and you fill each milk crate full of something. Oh. You know, if there's fish in this milk crate, and there's ground in this milk crate, and there's steaks in this one, and roasts in this one, and you could just lift the milk crates out. That's a good idea. To get down to the bottom instead of having to. Shovel meat. <laughs> that's what I do. You're shoveling meat. And in the winter... It's stacked like cords of wood in there. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah. I have to think about doing that for a It's wasted winter. space, but... Yeah, but then you can actually... That way you're not wasting meat at the bottom that's getting freezer burnt. Yep. Yeah. Bingo. Mm. But, anyways, lots of steaks. Michael made us a... It's kind of like a... Kind of a prime rib style. Kind of, yeah chunk of backstrap the fat end and it was fucking good it was fucking good he roasted it with some potatoes and onions we sliced it up that was so pretty good. baller it was yeah. a pretty good chef i'll say that yeah last night we made shepherd's pie just pretty standard recipe you just use moose meat instead really cool pretty fucking banging um also just on the topic of food and eating um my favorite activity um, we made some salmon the other night that was really good, and we've made it twice in this last week, um, just because it's convenient, but it doesn't dry the fish out, um, but we just took a piece of parchment paper, and, um, you could really, I mean, you could put, like, veggies underneath it, you could do whatever, but, um, you fold the parchment paper in half, and on the one half, you put your base layer, so, like, your veggie or your starch or whatever, um, so I cut up, um, one potato that I split between the two of us and just, like, slices, um, kind of in rounds and laid those down flat and put like a little bit of garlic butter on it and then laid the salmon on top and seasoned it more butter whatever you could use oil folded it over and closed it up and made two so they're each a single serving and put it in the oven f- um, for 30 minutes at 350 and because they, you know it's all entrapped in there the fish cooks all the way through super easily so if you have somebody that's like a little uneasy about you know like, oh, my fish is always dried. Or, oh, dry oh, or you always put Just wild meats in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you could dress it up however you'd want. Um, I feel like carrots and, like, celery or broccoli or something would really be really good. Um, kind of like a campfire meal if you've ever made those with, like, tinfoil where you, like, put them in the fire. Yeah, it was all parchment. Yeah, but it's all parchment paper you do in your oven. So, 350 for 30 minutes. Perfect. A little parchment burrito. Yeah, it was so good. And then we made, like, steamed vegetables on the side, which was really nice. It was very impressive. Yeah. So easy. So easy. So easy. Minimal cleanup. Minimal. Yeah. I'm all about minimal cleanup. Yeah. I fucking hate dishes. <laughs> minimal effort. <laughs> minimal effort is the best kind of effort. Yeah. But, you excited for our drive tomorrow? Sorry, you got me a bad time. Uh, I don't know. It snowed 17 inches last I heard in Anchorage today. Mm-hmm. I'm driving up tomorrow. Uh, we should hit the boys up north see if they're ice fishing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about time this trip, but we need to go up soon. Yeah. Are any of the... Okay, well, did you see that there's um, inner tubing? Like, I did. Yeah. Ultimate tubing? Yeah. We should go. I think it's in Anchorage or it's somewhere in the valley. Up in Wasilla, probably. Yeah. But I know Hilltop is open for, like, snowboarding and skiing. Most ski trails are snow. Gear. I know. I don't know if we're going to have the time, though. I'd love to. It's a real bummer, Samantha. I know. I know. Why don't we go on Sunday? Because I was planning on coming back Saturday. Mm. Yeah. We could stay. What if we got a, a hotel to ourselves? Ooh. Yeah. Some champagne. <laughs> Hot bubbly. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> Some cold champagne in a hot, bubbly tub. Not hot champagne. Not hot, fizzy, bubbly, but hot, bu- hot, bubbly. Yeah, it's Anyways, very good. it's a thought. Yeah. Keep it in mind. Yeah. Talk about this evening. For sure. Yeah. Well, have you been up to anything new? <sighs> Nothing. Nothing. I've been working, studying for working, <laughs> which is a horrible thing to do. It's a great thing to do after work. Yeah. Learned a lot. Learned a lot. Getting some more operator certifications for distribution collections. 
you know, if they're willing to pay me more for learning, I'll do it. Do it. Yeah, make yourself worth more. Yeah. That's what all the YouTube gurus say to do. Kevin. Yeah. My dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But get some certs. Yeah. Build yourself. Yeah. Anyways. I like that. Yeah. Just trying to make some money. <laughs> it's been stressing. Get the little puppy. Yes. Little puppy now. Talk about the puppy. We have a puppy. Tell the people about the pup. His name is Stanley, and he's a purebred corgi. Uh, precious. Hunting dog. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a little bird dog. Can't swim, though. Legs too small. <laughs> <laughs> Can't suspend his own body weight. He's really, and um, I've had a corgi previously, uh, really like the breed because it's like, not I'm not typically a small dog person, but it's a small dog, but they don't have like small dog energy. They're like... They don't have small dog vibes. No, which I don't want. <laughs> um, um, not very practical dog, but super cute, super fun, super, super cute. They're so relaxed. Every corgi I've met, I've never had a bad impression. We've almost been worried that he's, he's too, too relaxed, relaxed. Like, today. Get excited. Let's let's be excited. And he's like, mm, I think I'm, I'm excited for a minute, but I'm gonna go to sleep. Yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna chill my toy and mind my own business. Yeah, please get out of my business. Yeah, like Sean came home today and I was like, he's just been sleeping. And I know he's a puppy, but I took him on a walk and he was like, meh, it's okay. Meh. We run him kind of hard, though. We do. We keep him busy. Keep him busy. Keep bu- keep puppies busy. Yeah, I think he's about three, four months old now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. doing more things, but he's still very small. And it's cold, so I have to be mindful of that as well. So that he stays warm. He's definitely uh, an inside dog. That we're going to make outside. Yeah. Well, so my goal, though, <laughs> this is silly. Oh, yeah. Tell the people. Yes. Tell the people. Um, at some point, I, I strongly believe that we're going to be a two-dog household at some point. For sure. Um, being that it would be nice to have a dog that could hike with us. Um, but uh, from our previous corgi, we had a backpack um, that's, like, made for that shape of dog or, like, small dogs or dogs with, you know, mobility issues. Um, and you wear them in this backpack um and you go hiking with them and it's really nice uh, i think it'd fit pretty comfortably too um and so my goal is to take stanley up a large mountain um and just let him frolic in the the grass on a mountain in the blueberry meadows yeah oh cute he's gonna be eating blueberries like a little bear <laughs> making his little pig sounds yeah yeah, he kind of does this little yawn scream thing, and then he does a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds just like that. That was really good. Thank you. Um, yeah, he makes a lot of funny noises. He's so relaxed, though. I think he's... I think it's cool. I think he's fine. Almost concerning. <laughs> yeah, he's super easy to train. And at it's some point, smart. he, like, picks it up where, like, he knows he's getting treats out of the deal. So I'll just do it. <laughs> so, like, sometimes I'll tell him to sit, and he'll sit, and then he'll just roll over. And I go, no, I didn't ask you to do that. Don't do that. <laughs> and then he's We're like, not rolling over. He's like, where the fuck's my treat? <laughs> <laughs> so, we've been having a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, winter's about to get busy, though. Um, Hell yeah, it is. We don't really have a ton of snow here, but it's snowing everywhere else. So. We're getting a good base. We're getting a good base up in the hills, though. It's been frozen, though, which the last year we really struggled with it not being cold enough. This mm-hmm. year it's almost too cold consistently. It's been in the 20s all week. And last week we got we got low 30s mm-hmm. the past two days. But, um, yeah, I'm ready to do some snow machining and skiing. Skiing soon. I'm so excited to ski. Yeah. Sounds nerdy as hell. I love skiing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be in Wyoming in the spring, and I really want to go downhill skiing while I'm there, um, either in you Wyoming should. or in Colorado. That'd be fun. You should. Take my brother. Hell yeah. Yeah. Come visit. We'll go ski. Yeah. Beat. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, go hit this pile. Shred her down. <laughs> so. Anyways, love skiing. Yeah. Love snowboarding. Yeah. I'm not a splitboard guy, though. Not yet. And I want to learn not how to ski. Yet. Yeah, I think you should learn how to ski. I think you'd like it. Because it just, just seems convenient. It just seems so much more versatile. The versatility is unbelievable. And you also get off the lift and you just start going. That's the worst part of a snowboard. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, like everyone else, like you and Mariah both snowboard. And so when I go with you guys, I'm just sitting there waiting. And waiting. Turned <laughs> <Sorry>. around. <laughs> yeah. Looking back. You're like, 
All right, you little fuck. <laughs> Any day now. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. I'm like, which way? As I'm starting to like push out, ratchet my binding down as we're sliding down. <laughs> yeah. Like, where are we going? <laughs> where? Make up your mind. Where are we going? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, excited for that because we don't have a lot of snow yet. Really, our winter doesn't kick off snow wise. Yeah, beginning of the year, January. Which used to not be like that. When I was little, it was plenty of snow by Halloween. Yeah. So I always had to wear a snowsuit over my costume. Halloween in Alaska is ridiculous. Yeah, it's like almost not worth having. Yeah. Pretty sad. Worth having. But not that much. That was gross. That was so gross. I really <laughs> wish I... Is a dark roast? <laughs> <laughs> it's coffee grinds. <laughs> well, you know, they got the grinds thing. It was like a tobacco alternative, but it gives you like a caffeine rush kind of sort of. Well, I don't know what the right way is, but I feel like what you're doing is wrong. You don't want to crack a K-cup open and dump her in the old schnapp. Yeah, also it's a K-cup. Don't drink, tell Jordan. Drink regular coffee. I know Jordan or Michael probably listen to this and he won't care. They don't, don't even have Jordan. a Keurig. Anymore. Did they? Oh, they did. Yeah, they, did they still one. might have a Keurig. I don't know. Mm. They've got an espresso machine now, which is delightful because so every time nice. we come over, they're like, Do you want a cup of you coffee? Want a, you want a cup of coffee? Do you want a vanilla latte? And I'm like, oh my fuck, yeah, you know me so well. <laughs> Give me a fucking cup of coffee. Jordan just got this like praline... Something syrup. Is it bussin'? I haven't tried it. Pralines and cream? I don't know. I love I don't think it's cream. Have you ever had pralines like, and cream? No. Well, let me tell you a little short story. Okay. This has been a whack episode. That's okay. It's just been kind of scattered. Yeah. We didn't really have a plan. Well, we've talked about how it's hard sometimes to record podcasts with the two of us because we live together. You talk to each other every second Sean's of every day. best friend. So Not every day. It's just like, okay, well, uh, what else? Yeah. For Michael and I, it's kind of a catch-up. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, talk about your week, what's going on. But for you, I have to be like, all right, let's talk about this again. <laughs> let's talk about this again. Talked about it for like the 10th time. <laughs> <laughs> um, short story. When I was in high school, my sophomore summer going into junior year, I worked at a local restaurant called Boss Hogs, which was a diner mm-hmm. and an ice cream bar kind of wombo combo and we'd have like 50 something flavors of the huge five gallon buckets of ice cream and every opportunity i walked by that i'd grab a huge scooper <laughs> full of pralines and cream and just go right in the old snout <laughs> i gained weight in that job yeah but it probably felt really good it way. felt so good <laughs> i've tried every flavor of ice cream ever yeah you know i was thinking um there's I don't know where you can get a milkshake here. Not in the winter. I think Mike's, the soda parlor, they, I think might, they yeah, have milkshakes they now. They do milkshakes. But I don't know where you can get a, a scoop of ice cream. The gas station. The gas station? The grass gas station. Oh. They have like six flavors. That's out of the way. It is out of the way. And McDonald's is, well. McDonald's. McAdee's. Which is crazy because like. We have, I mean, we have McDonald's and Subway here. But when I have McDonald's elsewhere, I'm like, wow, this is way better outside of Homer. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're just used to that slop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't eat McDonald's anywhere. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Where's your favorite place to eat, Samantha? McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, that's a funny story. So for, <laughs> for a while, I um, lived in Wyoming and was doing some college classes. And um, I grew up in a small town. And like I said, for a long time, I'm like, well, we've probably had McDonald's and Subway here for most of my life. We used to have a, was it a Burger King or something? Yeah, it was Arby's for a little Arby's, while. Arby's, and then and it there was, was Burger King, King, and then it went out um, a business and it became Boss Hogs. And then it became Boss Well, it was like a, it was a uh, fish and chips place. And then it became Boss Hogs. Yeah. That's um, when I moved here. It was when the Boss Hogs was there. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess I need a job. You know, I didn't realize that that was your mom that used to work there as well. Yeah, during the summers. So I definitely had interactions with her and did not know that was her. Yeah. That's the old Mama Ruski. She worked there. I worked there. Liz worked there. My sister worked there. Small town stuff. <laughs> Everyone's worked there. Yeah. Anyway. I know tons of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I was uh, taking some classes in Wyoming, and one of the 
questions I was in like this writing class and she was like okay so tell me your favorite fast food restaurant and I was like what what (laughs) and everyone was like I've got and I don't I don't I just I obviously I'm just unaware I've traveled out of Alaska so many times and there's like certain fast foods when I do go out of the state that I'm like I have to eat this and I have to eat this you know okay so sidetrack thought when i go to wyoming next year i'm already thinking about those um is it taco bueno they have like those little tater tot circles they're like round taco bueno's got them yeah so good so good you get like cheese with them why don't you get cheese with everything (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) anyway so i was just like what kind of fucking question is this? Well, I'm not going to write a paper about my favorite fast food restaurant. This is silly. Um, and this yeah. This is college. <laughs> yeah. And then they came around to me and I was like, uh, well, I guess I kind of have to say McDonald's, but where I grew up, we don't really have fast food that's accessible. And so it was just weird. And then also in that class, uh, we had to write a paper about something that was like, you know, we wanted to. I think it was like an informational kind of paper um, to, I don't know, I don't fucking write. Um, (laughs) And so, (laughs) being from Alaska, like, I I was just like, oh, because it was also kind of a popular topic at the time in Alaska, talking about farmed salmon and how that's the whole thing is kind of crazy. And when I told my professor that, she's like, I think you should write about something that's maybe a little more important and relevant. And I was like, girl, you don't know what you're eating. You asked me my favorite fast food, and then no one knows where their food comes from. You say Long John Silver's? <laughs> I'll kill you. <ya. laughs> yeah. So um, Google that. Google that sometime. Uh, it's very interesting if you don't know. Um, it's very obvious once you know what salmon looks like and then what farm salmon looks like. It's very obvious. It's got usually whiter striations in them, but... Weird color. Color's off. I've also never eaten salmon out of, like, um... A store? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've I, never bought fish. Me neither. I don't it's know expensive. if I've... expensive. That's not true. We've bought tuna for sushi night. Oh, yeah. We do buy tuna. But that's it. Do they farm tuna? I Probably not. can't imagine. It'd be weird. It might. I have no idea. Yeah. Completely uninformed. Yeah. I just feel like it's easy enough to get that you shouldn't. I don't know. We're spoiled. We're just spoiled brats. Even when I lived in Oklahoma, it's easy enough to get. You just don't. Yeah. You don't buy fish or deer meat or anything like that. Yeah. We always had, you know, venison and turkey and so much catfish. (laughs) Yeah. Catfish. I haven't had catfish. Halibut's better. (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'm gonna be honest with you hell it's better yeah but weird concept here in alaska people don't have like fish fries during the summer they don't have just like banger fish fries in oklahoma we'd have a banger of a fish fry yeah and do like you know several tens of pounds of meat yeah and just everybody get all drunk we have a big old bonfire and We'd have hush puppies and everybody just be sickly full, just laying around, <laughs> talking, drinking, having fun. People don't really do fish fries like that. Not a communally, no. communal style. I don't know why. I Michael and Jordan did that for us if, the first time, like two years ago. Maybe three years ago now, actually. Are you talking about the crab boil? Oh, yeah. The sh- shrimp bowl? Shrimp bowl. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. They know how to party. think of. We should do that. It's very communal. Yeah. And people love it. People, when you bring that kind of stuff out here, because I remember everybody's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that we have to do that again. This is so amazing. Well, we this did was... the shrimp oil. Like, what, Jack brought crab? And the first yeah. time Jordan's mom gave us crab, and we had shrimp. And I think the first time, didn't Michael bring up crawdads? I think he did. I think he did. I think he did actually have crawdads. And then there was like... Sausage and potatoes and potatoes and corn and, and oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I'm hungry now. Super good. We should go to McDonald's after this. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, no, okay. no, no. It's my 
weak spot. I, I just want a large fry and a literally bang and diet coke. You don't have to be mean. Okay. Well, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Excited for ice fishing. I was messing around with Michael and Jordan's pole over here. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I would like to go out more this year. Because we only went out two, three times last year. With you. With me. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go very often. I would like to catch... You were busy. A bigger fish. What was I doing? Ugh, working. You were working then. That was a whole different life. That was the grind. That was rough. The money was nice. Worked at the hospital. Not good for my brain. Yeah. Uh, that was just a very stressful environment. But now I you like hardly work. No, I work. I just work at home. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, really I just nice. never see it. But in the summer, I'm like busy seven days a week yeah. from 5 a.m. to You're 8 p.m. unbelievably busy. Yeah. yeah. So. Days off. You try to contact me in the summer. If I don't respond, it's not personal. I ain't going to answer. <laughs> yeah. You ain't yeah. going to get me. No. <laughs> so. I get it. Yeah. Well, it's during the summer is real nice because you're not home and I'm home. <laughs> it's really nice because you're not there. <laughs> Thank you. No, Thank I just you. get a lot of chores done and outside activities done. And yeah, I'm like, well, what do I do now? And everything, all the chores are done, and the truck doesn't need work done. And I'm like, well, Smith doesn't work till like eight. Yeah, I guess I'll go fishing. <laughs> just <laughs> go fishing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely a different time of year. But this time of year is really nice because I'm busy mm-hmm. doing, you know, sanding, snow plowing, being on call, getting up at fucking four o'clock in the morning to go drive around and sand. Kind of yeah. sucks butt. Yeah. But you're not. But so I'm now you've so you you, you're home. knitting and yeah. <laughs> I gotta go learn how to knit walks. something more than a hat. I love your hats. Thank you. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Oh, I yeah, I know. It's a merino hat you're wearing now? Yeah, I knitted this one out of merino wool. It's really warm. Yeah, I'm kind of envious. Yeah, it's really expensive. If I buy you merino wool for Christmas? Totally. Will you make me a merino that hat? That seems like... Um, Is it itchy at all? No, it's really soft. See, the other couple of hats I have are a little itchy. They're a little itchy, yeah. Oh. I mean, those are still wool, but it's I think more like synthetic kind of mix. A blend. Synthetic blend? Yeah. Yeah. But... Damn. <laughs> well, all right. Well, we'll cut it short. We'll keep it nice and simple. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Yeah. Covered all the bases. Yeah. Hey, what else do you want to talk about? I talked about everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got any hot goss? No. No? No hot goss? God, I'm trying to avoid that. You know, I don't have any hot goss Other either. than that, oh, no, I just live with our pets all day and they're loud. Our cat crying? Um, we have an eighteen year old cat approximately. And oh boy's old as fuck. He's so old. Um he's but at donated. night in the <laughs> thrift shop find. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um He's a great guy. He's lovely. <laughs> uh, but it, during the winter time I think he kinda gets confused with it being dark all the time and it's cold and I think he gets a little achy. Um but he does a uh, I, I call him his night terrors. Um <laughs> where he just screams. Screams. And nothing makes him happy, and oh, eventually hide him under the covers. And then he's like, "Okay, I guess I'll just nestle in." Yeah. And then he like gets up and like paws at your shirt or like your blanket, and it's like, "Let me in." I need underneath. I'm sure it's warm under the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I imagine he sounds like. Yeah. So, anyways, that's all the hot goss I have. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, tuning in and hearing us. Give us a couple stories. Yeah. Babble. Lots of babble. There was no... It was productive. I think we had a good productive conversation. <laughs> we shared several stories. Lots of good stories. In an appropriate amount of time. You know, I, I would say it's if within reason. If we stall for 40 seconds, it'll be a full hour. Stall? We don't stall on the podcast. We don't stall. No, no. No, we have truly except, exceptional content. Totally. Where's the cricket sound? <laughs> I thought about making the noise. Oh. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not going to embarrass yeah. myself. Anyways. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you being here Thanks. and being willing to come and talk to me. Yeah. Even though you talk to me all the time. That's cold in here, too. It is very cold in here. I was thinking about filling up Michael's heater for him this weekend. But we'll be gone. But we'll be gone. Every Sunday. Son of a gun. Son of a gun.
When are they getting back? They'll be back this Sunday. I have no idea. Me neither. I'm not good about those things. Yeah, I just probably listen, keep track it just of doesn't stuff. stick. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Oh well, that's I'm life. Not. <laughs> it's not my calendar. <laughs> oh no. Um, they get back when they get back. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Stay frosty. Stay cool. And get outside. Even though it's dark outside, when you get off work, get out there, put a freaking headlamp on, slap on some skis, and get after it. And take your vitamin D. Most importantly, take your vitamin D. (laughs) Thanks, guys, and see you on the next episode. Bye.